Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Hello and welcome to The Fun Show on Wellington Access Radio. My name is Solomon and I am joined in the studio with several of my friends, too many to count, actually. I'm just going to let them introduce themselves. I'm Toby, I'm the regular co-host here. I'm Hugo, this is my third time on the show. I'm Jacob from The Shelves, I was here last week. Um, yeah, I'm Chris. It's uh, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Chris has hosted the show once before. None of us have any real reason to be here well except us <laughs> yeah the regular hosts we had nothing else to do but just to be clear if anyone's listening this show has no specific purpose we have a few things lined up we're going to play some tunes we're going to talk about the tunes we're going to discuss why funny friends is spelled with two f's we're going to play some ai music and see if you can tell the difference between the real music and the ai music we've got a lot of fun and games lined up basically i'm thinking of this as kind of like the last day of school when you have no lesson and you just get to watch a movie or something. And the teacher <laughs> plays Monty Python on a projector. Various Wow, Christmas. you went to a cool school. Yeah, I was going to say. Games ahead. Well, uh, best and worst parts of our days? This is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best man. is the minute that this show ends. Well, I was listening to some Aphex Twin earlier, and I wanted to play a little tune... Um, uh, Wonderfully titled CAT 00897 AA1. Oh, is that Elon Musk's new kid? <laughs> <laughs> that is a track that was released as part of Analog Bubble Bath or one of the Analog Bubble Baths on the Reflex label under his moniker AFX. So uh, we're going to give that a listen. It's a bit like Selected Ambient Works 1, if you know it, but a bit more upbeat. Anyway, here we go.
Hello and welcome back. That was a song by Aphex Twin called Cat 00897-AA1. And uh, we are joined in the studio by Chris, Jacob, Hugo and Toby, many of whom are on their cell phones currently. Uh, well, I'm promoting this show. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. <laughs> Forgiven. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Margarita Cornali, who was booked to be on the show tonight, but unfortunately couldn't make it due to a potential COVID exposure. Um, check out her Instagram, which is aprilfish.art, uh, if you want to check out an awesome local artist. Uh, now, so in, in, instead, two of our guests are people that we had last week <laughs> as part of the shelves. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, we were thinking of making this a kind of uh, shelves interview 2.0, but bad idea. That idea I, was I think, quickly abandoned. I think, yeah, we we specifically agreed not to do that right before the show started. But it would be good to to hear what, what are your reflections on last week's interview. Now, as as non shelve interviewees, you know, what was that experience like? A lot of fun. It's a good laugh. Yeah, yeah. How did we had some pretty nasty calls, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, was great. It was yeah. pretty rough. I've been I, listening I, to the podcast on Spotify, just you know, for the past couple of days, Re- <laughs> reliving it as much as I can. <laughs> I sure hope nobody calls in this time. Oh, jeez. Oh, I hope not. What would be the number to call in on if you were to not call in? <laughs> oh, I mean, I just so people can avoid calling in, yes. just so they don't accidentally call us. Um, give out the number. Well, it would be 385 385-8783. 385-8783. That's what the number you would not want to call. Um <laughs> So, uh, how maybe did the interview experience you had on the show differ from that of other radio interviews you've done? Because you had one uh, for a station uh, in uh, Christchurch yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. Um, this this was more in depth, like a podcast, I guess. The others, any other one we've done is just kind of like a, the formalities, like what's how did you start? You guys? Yeah, how did yeah. you start? What Who do you, do you like? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we did ask those questions as well, yeah, yeah. Um, but. Because but whole, we had a, a whole lot of hour. people. A lot of people don't have a soprano soundboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's that's probably We've the main thing that makes that. us different from other shows. Is the soprano I soundboard? Hear, um, you disrespected the Bing or anything like that. And I was yeah, bit, it's, I was it's like, weird. It's normal? weird. Like most radio shows, don't actually just play soprano sound effects over and over again. It's strange. I, get used to that. I like to be cut off when I'm answering a question with a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> you like to be cut off by Tony Soprano in yeah. the middle of an answer. Exactly. We should make this, this like the point. radio equivalent of the Eric Andre show. People try to talk and we just do weird shit to them. Play strange sounds in their ears. Yeah. It's fucking I'm hot enough it. in here already for it. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, it, it was previously because the AC broke and we were in here sweating every every radio show. Uh, the AC is fixed now, I believe, because the room is not filled with fans. Oh, my God. Why is that AFX been playing? It's because you didn't press pause. <laughs> Anyway, tell me, tell me again how hot the studio is. Uh, it's it's sweltering. So on the Eric Andre show, I don't know if you know much about it, but they make it decidedly, like, overwhelmingly hot for all their guests. Mm, and makes, it, yeah, and it's, yeah. so they get people sitting there for hours and hours and hours, and they, they continuously retake stuff, and then they stitch all the best bits together afterwards. So all of these people that go into that show, they sit there for, like, hours and hours and hours, and it's insanely hot in there. It's all part of sort of getting the best reaction they can out of people. How would you feel now that the show, after being on for so long, everybody's in on the joke, you know? 
It used to be a, you'd come on and just be completely harassed, not have a clue what's going on, think it's a real show. And now everybody kind of knows what the deal is. So they come on and... Yeah, the gig kind of was but, up quite early as soon as it, yeah. it came out. People then expected it. I think Tyler, the creator, certainly expected it. He was yeah. really playing along. Yeah. I don't like it when that happens to shows. Feels like that's... Uh, Never mind. We'll, we'll talk about something else. <laughs> I, was gonna, I, I was about to talk about television for a long time. Well, uh, last week when the shelves were in here, we played a little game, which I feel like we could we could repeat, do a part two. Um, uh, probably Strokes and Arctic Monkeys, your two favourite bands, you would probably say? In terms no, of I'm not a fan of those bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hate them. And- <laughs> The bane of our existence. So last week... We actually were saying the other day how much we liked Imagine Dragons. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Lightning and the Thunder. That's our favourite song. Lightning <laughs> and mm. <laughs> Guys, guys, guys. Just imagine dragons. Uh, yeah, think about it. Imagine it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really, really jealous. It's amazing. Title. Yeah. So anyway, last week we played a game where uh, we played uh, Arctic Monkey songs in reverse and you had to guess what they are. For this week, I've taken three tracks from the first Strokes album. Oh, cool. Which is an album that I think you're both very, very familiar with. I'm very familiar with it, uh, kind of against my own will, because it's on at the flat all the bloody time. Um, But, uh, yeah, are you ready to play the game? I'm I'm ready to play as well. I'm facing away from the computer screen. (laughs) You've just been looking at the computer screen for (laughs) the last. I know what's. Oh, okay. So you're not gonna you're not gonna tell them the song. Sorry. Ah. So is it in reverse or the first two seconds? Uh, No, no. This is in reverse. So I'll play the middle of the song. Cool. They all sound the same. So. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a fan. It's a good album. Sorry, Julius did us dirty. Julius? Yeah. Julius Caesar Sorry, did us Ju- dirty. Sorry, Julian. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, tell us about that. You've got, you've got beef with uh, Julian yeah, now. We tried to... T- oh, Jacob, no, he's going to tell us. So, Julian Casablanca is on his Instagram, and if anyone doesn't know, that's the front man of the strokes. His Instagram's a little strange, and he posted this video where he's listening to that song by the Black Crows. I don't know if I forget the title of it, but he's just, like, filming himself. He's on, like, a subway or something. And he's just filming himself and he kind of like does this little like dance to it. And I thought, oh, what a great idea. As our single's coming out, I'll take the video and replace the audio with our own song. So it looks like he's dancing to our song, right? And then we put it on a story and we, we, we tagged him in the corner of it. And then checked back the next day and the post was from two months ago and he went and deleted it. So I can only imagine that had something to do with him seeing our story and going, the next oh, day. they're making fun of me. The you next day, he didn't want to be turned into a meme because he's no. above that. Yeah. You know what happened? I think he didn't so, want to be so associated with the shows. The he, yeah, we disrespected the bank. And now <laughs> he's, he's at least, I'd like to think that that kind of means he's at least aware of our existence, which is a big accomplishment. I reckon an artist of that scale will have a uh, manager. Was this the Strokes Instagram or his personal? You can very, personal. this is personal Instagram. Oh. His if personal, you said, yeah, what's it called? Minor but major. Minor but major. Search it up. It's it is the most odd. freaky it's, Instagram you've ever seen. It's definitely his stuff. Like he just he just posts whatever comes to his mind. It's odd. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for some reversed strokes then? Absolutely. Yeah. Here, here you go. Here's some Julius here's, Casablanca. Here's number one. That yeah, nice is one. correct. Ooh, smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> we need one of those. Whoa. Yeah. Sound effects ready. Uh, okay, what what sound effects have we got here? Uh, well, the moment's uh, passed. 
yeah, the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late, mate. I can't eat that. It's got cholesterol. I made it with the low-fat cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even remotely relevant, but I'll take it. Uh, okay, here's number two. That is correct. These guys are very good. That's Jacob, man. They know their backwards music. Yeah. I, I happen to listen to the open backwards most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the final one. I guess I've made it too easy. You really have. Someday. Three for three. That was almost instant. That was almost instant, indeed. They were, um... Yeah, straight away. First two seconds. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Round of applause for Jacob there. He's a big fan. <laughs> well, Julian hates me. Now, I think we're going to play another track. And we have a suggestion from Chris here. Chris, what was it that you wanted to play? Um, Hank Wood and the Hammerheads. Hank Wood and the Hammerheads. Yeah. And a track called Look At You. Mm. So these guys are by no means huge or anything. No. 1.1 thousand views on YouTube. Mm. Why, why should people listen to Hank Wood and the Hammerheads? It's good punk. Good you punk? Know? Yeah, that's where, about it. Where are these guys based? Uh, New York. New York, alright. This One is much like the Strokes. We're on topic. We're yeah. staying on topic. <laughs> bit, of, bit of a New York, New York, New York episode. Yeah, yeah we should do that. Not. Alright, this is Hank Wood and the Hammerheads. Look at you.
Word and the Hammerheads on Wellington Access Radio 106.1. I'm Toby. I'm Solomon. Uh, I'm Chris. Oh, no, 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 Chris. Sorry, yes, I, I, yeah, I'm Jesus Chris. Chris. Jacob. Hugo. Mm. Okay, do we have any more features lined up? Any fun, uh, fun audio-based content? Good question. Okay, so for this... I may need to get you to move away from... Okay, I'm going to be part of this game as well. This is okay. a bit of a game, so uh, everyone knows... Would you like to swap seats? We can swap seats if you want. No? No, it's fine. I, th- I think we're good. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll move the microphone over this way. Cool. We've got adjustable microphones. Okay, this is a little game I've devised. Uh, everyone knows that AI is taking over. Mm. So I have six pieces of music. I have three real compositions by Bach, Chopin, and Schubert. And I also have three compositions that were made by AI to varying degrees to imitate those artists. So I'm going to play both tracks, and you're going to have to listen to them and tell us whether you think you can tell the difference, whether you can tell which one is is, um, composed by which Should we split up into teams, me and Toby versus Jacob and Chris? Oh, yeah, well, it, the, the bad thing is, it can you, will you be able to agree? I think everyone might have different I feel like answers. These two have a massive advantage. They study. Yeah, well, uh, Jacob, I, Jacob doesn't even know his uh, Chopin from his Schubert to begin with, so uh, I don't think he's going to do too know, hot on this quiz. Strokes music backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I know literally nothing. Literally nothing. Just, just Hank New York in the punk. Yes, I'm I, pretending yeah, to know quite a bit. I know one band. So, how much experience do Toby and Hugo have with? classical music you both study music well yeah i mean we've both been forced to uh analyze it for hours on end forced to well we've paid to we've paid, we've paid thousands <laughs> of dollars to do it toby's done it i've uh somehow scraped by with c minuses and all those papers and so so what what papers are you talking about what degrees do you do uh well uh it's for the composition degree but this is just the basic um classical theory papers that everybody's obliged to take i, I don't think school. we ever got any Chopin or... Surely you had some Bach. De- uh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But Schubert was in the mix. Really? I think so. Yeah. I mean, how much do you know about Bach? How, mu- how much can you listen to no, Bach? No, I mean, no, no, no. We're, we're just pretending we're not, we're not actually classical music aficionados <laughs> in any sense. <laughs> All right, okay. So, first, let's start with Bach. Now, this... Uh, all these tracks were sourced from YouTube, by the way. Right. That's the um, depth of the research I've done. So this is from a YouTube video featuring a mathematician called Marcus uh, Du Sotoy. Marcus Du Sotoy. He's a mathematician who works, among other things, with code music and AI. Uh, and this, these uh, two tracks are from a video titled Bark versus AI Spot the Difference. So I'm going to play track A and track B and... We'll see what you think. Here's track A. Oh, sorry. The volume uh, needs to be on. All right, here we go.
I well, have a thought. Are we gonna we're gonna hear the second one first yeah. before an answer? But yeah, yeah, we yeah. are. Oh, we'll play it straight away before while it's fresh in your mind. Was, uh, Who listens to that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's clearly a MIDI recording. I assumed that it was going to be like yeah. a proper recording, but they're both going to sound like they're made on MIDI, right? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. MIDI can be made to sound quite good. You know, it doesn't have mm. to sound like. I think we're thinking more about the composition of it. Mm. All right, here we go. Track B. is way harder than I expected. They, they sound exactly the same. Is the second one AI? I was going to well, say the first... I think I'm going to go with the f- first one, but there was like a f- something in that second one that made me... I'm going to go with the first one. Was there something in the, in the second one that sounded off? Yeah, it was like a was weird... Was it the, the flat, flat six yeah, scale? Like that. That but that could have been the MIDI just having a weird, like... I don't know, it just sounded clashed and yuck. But I, I honestly think... The f- the, maybe the form of the first one was a bit kind of nonsense and random. I don't know why. Interesting. You know, it's funny because I can see why you'd say that, but I, I like the first one better. I like it more as well. I think On that basis, I'm going to guess that that's Bach. My- you're going you're gonna to guess the first one is Bach. Okay. Mm, yeah. well, that, what do you think, Chris? That, that pause in the second one really, like, doesn't make much <laughs> sense to me, personally. I was just like... Okay, okay. Pause so on the second one. My... It's off. Fermata, yeah. I don't know. I would... Uh, I, just because everybody has said the... What was it? The, the first one was Bach. I'm going to say the first one was AI, just for fun. <laughs> uh, let's do it. Yeah. Well, uh, at least one of us is going to be wrong, so I think we should apologise to the classical music community <laughs> yeah. out there. Well, to be fair, this I is a, this is a very... I you can get this right. Uh, uh, you, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, look, if, if, if we get any of these questions wrong, it's just because oh, we've, yes, ha- we've no, had no, sex before. <laughs> Whoever gets it wrong is obviously very cool, so let's... <laughs> I, it's, it's a very hard challenge because Bach is... It's very sort of mechanical music anyway. It sounds just like math. Well, what I would say is that either of... I'm, just from listening to it, I know that either of those pieces of music could be made um, just by following a certain set of rules. In fact, you wouldn't even need, like... AI to do it. You could just use a normal computer program just generating random numbers and then applying certain rules to it. In fact, I did this as yeah. part of my music degree when I did the when I did like a coding paper. Mm. I literally did, I made a program that would uh, sort of generate kind of like uh, classical style counterpoint in this way. Based on like a... Based on a, a certain set of rules. Okay. So you don't even need AI to, to make music like that because it's so, as you say, mechanical and rule-based. Mm. Mind you, that just bring, going back to the sound, that sound doesn't do it any justice. I'm sure it could sound quite nice. Well, obviously, they have to both be MIDI. Otherwise, one would be like a real organ and then one would just be MIDI and then would instantly know. It might be harder if both were really, like, you know, if they got uh, kind of forked out on some good VST uh, sound libraries. Okay, well, should we reveal I, the answer? I, I think that that's a that's a big uh, a good point in terms of like AI music is that MIDI is not everything. AI, AI can c- 
create convincing music in terms of MIDI, but that's such a small part of what music actually is. All right, let's go. What's the answer? I'm dying to know. <laughs> okay, so the first one you heard was by AI. That was oh? composed by artificial <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> yeah, was that me? Did I get it right? You got it right, which makes you the, the virgin. virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I don't know as a virgin. That's really shit. All right, now... Okay, Chopin. i got to call my way back. We're going to move on from Chopin. So this, uh, this track, or the AI track that I'm going to play, might be A, might be B, is from a YouTube channel titled Deep Thinker, and it was made with MuseNet, which is, I think it's some software that allows you to create your own AI that makes music. I don't, I really don't know much more than that. Um, and according to the creator, it was done using a self-attention transformer. No idea what that means, but just sort of throw it out there. Just Self-attention transformer. Self-attention transformer, yeah, apparently. All right, so... Now we're going to play track A. Actually, this is quite long, so I'm going to skip to... Oh, no, it's only a minute 55. Wait, and who, who is this, supposedly? Chopin. Okay. So it's quite a convincing rubato in that performance, right? I know it's MIDI, but it is... Um... This is the point you were making earlier. Yeah. That MIDI can be done well. Yeah, that, that was quite nice. It sounded brilliant. Track B. first one that's, the, that's the first one was what uh the second one was ai yeah i'm in agreement there what are your thoughts guys i kind of tuned out <laughs> <laughs> fair fair enough he didn't want to become going. a virgin again yeah. <laughs> so uh in this case the first one i played was the real composition yes I, so we were right I, yeah mm. i can i tell you why i thought that i just thought there was this quite arbitrary change to um did you hear that it just sort of shifted randomly mm. what the second one, one the second one mm. yeah. uh, and also you could kind of when i was talking about the rubato before which pretty much means playing you know free of meter you know um uh, actually well seeing you made that point the first one you heard was actually a real performance yeah, uh, yeah. so that felt like you know the player was really slowing down and 
speeding up. With that, with the second one, it almost felt like the automation, you know, as the tempo decreased, or you know what I'm saying, mm. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. It felt like a very robotic change, and like if you, it's quite hard to put into words, but. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I wonder if the second one wasn't MIDI, if you would have picked up on it as much, if you had a rarely expressive player playing that second one, whether you would have noticed. You you thought it was something structural in terms of how it changed. Yeah, as the uh, as the tempo, you know, shifted, it felt like it mm. was just automated. Yeah, well. Uh, I've done some deep research on this and browsing through the comments on these YouTube videos, <laughs> a lot of people said that the way they could tell it was AI is because they never know how to finish. They never know how to finish the piece because they don't know where they're going to start with. Mm. Um, it always feels a bit arbitrary the way it shifts and changes over time. Like any any few seconds might sound okay by itself, but it's the way everything comes together that's a little bit off. Mm. All right, so we have... Schubert here. Now, uh, just in order to not spread misinformation, I want to say that this composition is not quite made entirely by AI. So this was kind of a bit of a publicity stunt by uh, who was it? I think it was Franz Schubert. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Huawei. Although I've somehow lost what company it was. I think it was Huawei, and they. Finished the famously unfinished Symphony Number no. Eight by Schubert. It was finished for who knows what reason. I mean, symphonies are complicated things to make. He probably just got bored. <laughs> Maybe not that great of a mystery. Anyway, uh, in this case, it's a melody composed by an AI that's then been filled in by a real composer. So, uh, going to play the sections of uh, two different parts of this symphony. All right. This show is not sponsored by Huawei. Absolutely not. Well, you know... But they do make the, the, the best phones in the world and everyone should go and buy one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit cheeky, isn't it? I mean, to say that they finished the Unfinished Symphony with AI and actually the only thing that's that's been composed by AI is the melody and everything else is done by some Emmy-winning composer. So, uh, You know, uh, who is the world's best composer? Is it Schubert or is it Huawei? <laughs> I can't decide. We're, all, we're about to find out. Um, it's Hank Wood and the Hammerheads. Yeah. It's the shelves, actually. Yeah. yeah. I would love to hear punk composed by an AI. Now, that would be interesting. That's what we do most That's of essentially the time. what the shelves is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> punk composed by an AI. Right, here we go. Uh, track A. This is the music I listen to when I have sex. <laughs> right. The only thing I can imagine after that comment is you moving like a conductor does while you do it. <laughs> That's what I do. Right. That's okay. what I do. Did you hear a uh, linear intervallic pattern there, Toby? I wasn't paying attention, I was just laughing at my own joke. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now has track B.
Fair enough. Let's let Jacob guess first this time. I honestly didn't listen to any of that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> where have you been? I'm, I'm more curious where you've been over the past three, <laughs> three six tracks. Where, um, where's your mind gone? Yeah, well, he, no, you know, he, he was, he was thinking Toby's about me. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about Toby a lot because I was like, I mean, how Jacob, is he Jacob able to knows. listen to that? Jacob knows six. that that's the music that I listen to. I thought, I thought the I two six. were mutually You should know, Jacob. That's what, that's what we were listening to last time. You don't remember? You were, no, fa- you, you were phased out then That's as well, too. <laughs> I was like, man, where are you? You're not in the moment. It's like, just look me in the eyes, Jacob. I want to feel your love. What are your th- thoughts on the music? You're listening to The Gay Show on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. Happy Pride Month, everybody. <laughs> Linear intervallic pattern, any thoughts, Hugo? Uh, you both had that. I... Don't know, the, the second one felt far more contemporary. I liked it more, I enjoyed it more. I enjoyed it a lot more. The It'd be a shame if that was the better one and that was... What if that was the AI one? Uh, so should we say the first is AI? Wait, what was the thing? Was it was it actually composed by a person or was it semi... The melody was composed by AI... But in either case, it's not Schubert. It's somebody trying to finish the, the symphony. One of them is Schubert symphony. Oh, so one of them is a section from the original. Yeah, yeah. And then another one is okay. an oh, AI well, composed melody. If we were real classical in. music buffs, then we'd just know which section was actually in the original symphony. Yeah, there mm. are some people who I've gone to school with who would definitely know this. You got, you got the wrong people on the show to play this game. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts? Uh... I don't know, both sounded quite nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with this. I'm just going to throw it out there. I, I think I'm going to say it's the second one that is the real. But uh, I think I could be wrong. What about you, Toby? Uh, I'll say the other one just to contradict you. Yeah. The second one was the melody was composed by AI. So uh, the second. I, I like the second part much better as well. I just, I just sort of like the. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the shift. The, that was a. Yeah, I thought that was. Uh, Quite a nice melody, actually. I preferred mm. it vastly to the first one. Mm. But then again, as I say, it doesn't rarely mean much in this case because the rest of it, aside from the melody, was filled in by an award-winning composer. I, th- I think the giveaway was that in the first one, the melody was kind of passed on between uh, multiple instruments, and in the um, mm. in the second one, it felt very much just all the same voice the whole time. Yeah. So uh, we have 30 minutes left of the show. I reckon we should play some more music now. Oh, dear. Just introduce the track. This is what they do on real radio. You talk over the beginning. This real is a track called Like Water by a band called Once You Know.
the show that was a track called like water by a band called once you know local uh, wellington band apparently you were nearly part of that band solomon no 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 that is uh, an offer that has been made to me that is a very recent thing i've got no idea what will happen anyway bigger fish to fry No, is that joking. a shade or... This is the uh, <laughs> Chaos Show on Wellington Access Radio. Now, uh, you had an idea to do a... <laughs> oh, yeah, so this is... This, <laughs> is, this is the part of the show... Um, hang on, let me, let me just cue up the music for this part of the show. Okay. Yeah. The music as he goes to the Sopranos soundboard. Jesus. What is, what is that? That's not what we want to hear. Here we go. Okay, welcome to the um, Sopranos recap portion of the show, uh, where every week we review the, the last episode of The Sopranos. Uh, so uh, this week it's um, uh, episode four, season one. Spoiler alert, by the way. For all debts, public and private. If you, I mean, this this came out ten years ago, so I don't think you can. Re- <laughs> uh, if you're watching Sopranos right now. If you and yeah, this is we're up to season four. So in this episode, Tony lends Uncle Junior a helping hand as legal bills begin to pile up. 
Carmela wants to learn more about the family finances, though that is privileged information from Tony's point of view. Christopher gets information on the man who probably murdered his father. Adriana continues her friendship with an undercover FBI agent. That's why we're reviewing this one. That's the point. Um, so what do you guys think of this episode? Uh, I I was a little tired when we watched this one. Uh, and we were watching it off uh, Toby's laptop rather than the actual television. Yeah, we couldn't even plug it into the television. So, so we, the we just had, had my laptop on the floor. It wasn't as we were just watching as it, it could have been. Uh, Christopher shot up heroin between his toes. That was pretty gross. There, we had some good Christopher moments this episode. Good Christopher moments. Casually got home after work. Shot up. Uh, very cool. That's the end of the recap. The song got That's the end of the recap. <laughs> that, was, that was great. I hope people have some insight. I told you to stop talking to my wife. <laughs> Come out. Why don't you wait outside? It's my ass, Tony. <laughs> Let's listen to two hours of Tony Soprano breathing. <laughs> oh, this boring cocksucker. Jehovah's Witnesses are more interested. You know what we should have done? We should have gotten AI-generated voices of celebrities. See if you can tell the difference. This is also where no, that's you, an idea for next week. Yeah, where we'll also be uh, reviewing uh, Sopranos uh, season four, episode two. Um, can I quickly um, pitch my app idea? Go on. <laughs> um, so, we're, we were so, all, so pretend we're, pretend this is a board meeting and we've, we're, we, we're all big investors and we've got lo- lots right. of money to spend. Uh, me and the boys were all watching Surf's Up last night or the night before. It was Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> and uh, you're, you're Sunday. <laughs> you're, you're fine when you're watching animated movies. You go, oh, who's that? Talking, who's that acting, that penguin, you know, we, we all wanted to know, uh, but didn't want to search it up and just, you know, we wanted to guess, but it's quite hard. This is like Shazam, but instead of Shazamming music, you can Shazam actors' voices. And uh, mm. so you can go, oh, yeah, that's Shia LaBeouf. Um, and that's my, that's my app. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a GoFundMe page. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think? How much are you investing? Come on, sharks or dragons or no? You have to say how much, um, how, how much, much money you can. want for what percentage of the company. Um, what's a lot? What's a little? Like two, five, gra- five thousand dollars <laughs> for for what percentage? Um, <laughs> like a bit. <laughs> I think if you're on the dragons. Gen- Dragon's Den, you'd be kicked out by now. <laughs> I'll only invest if it tells you if it is or is not Chris Rock. That's the only time I'll ever be a part of this. <laughs> well, okay. There's a new Viagra Boys track out, and we have 4.20 left of the show. Ah, oh, it's a five-minute song. No, no, that's that's the, uh, that's the music video. That's the music video, okay. Uh, what can you tell us about Viagra Boys, Chris? Oh, shit. Um, okay, <laughs> they're a band from Sweden. Um... The singer grew up in Cali. Um, they um, they're very uh, kind of um, they don't really care about that much, but I think they do at the same time. They just kind of outwardly kind of have this image where they don't really care about anything. Sorry to interrupt. We've only got we've got just enough time okay, to play go, the whole song. Yes, if go you on. want to play, it. okay. Punk Rock Loser by Vanguard Boys. See you guys next week.
I fucking am And I'm rocking a little gold chain That ain't real gold I told you it's fucking fake I spend my money elsewhere On different things that come in little plastic bags And they disappear the same way program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.